1: I sound, <laughs> I sound, um, I sound like I've been up crying all night. I'm, i just a bit lacking. You've been in- singing, haven't you? I've been, you've la- been singing all night. Lucky in sleep, I felt like crying all night. So that's oh. that's what's going on, which is kind of apt. It given- sounds really good. Oh, does yeah. it? Always <laughs> oh, so complimentary. But it's that because we're we're talking about controlled crying today. Yeah,
2: I call it passive settling, just to make you know make it sound a little better. Right. So um, it, it's it's you know. Um, originally been called control crying, um, but um, I've called it passive setting in my books just to just to make it sort of less confrontational. You know that you have to control a baby and they have to cry all the time, even though they do cry yeah. a lot, and that's part of the the process. Um, I just think if you if you you know think of um, being that this passive settling, that this is what you have to do to get a baby to go to sleep. Babies need to learn how to go back to sleep. And it gets to a certain age, the baby gets to a certain age when they just don't know how to go to sleep, Whether they, unless they're being fed by the breast or fed by a bottle or having a dummy or being in the parent's bed or being rocked or, you know, things like that. And it becomes, like it just be, can become a nightmare because sleep deprivation, as we all know, is a shocker.
1: I would have assumed, I mean, like a lot of people who are as ignorant of children as I am. You're learning, that. I'm learning, that I am. <laughs> you know, but I, you would assume that it's instinctive. You know, babies, they, they wake, they cry, they sleep, they feed, they sleep. But Well, I think that, you know, every parent wants to do the right thing.
2: Everyone. Everyone just wants to do the right thing and be good parents and help their baby. And so, Days go into weeks, go into months of getting up, putting a dummy in, I breastfeeding. Can't imagine, and it just goes on and on. Where it gets to the point where, you know, the mum, or the dad, or both, or the partner, or the ba- and the baby, are just all Exhausted. so tired that they actually don't. End up being the babies don't end up being happy during the day. They're sort of grizzling all the time, and mm. then the mum gets really irritated and irritable, and that affects your relationship. And so there, there is a safe way to um, get the baby back to sleep, but there's a few things. They actually have to be old enough. And I I always put the line at six months. Mm. And also they need to be a decent weight. And that is about eight kilos. Mm. So whatever comes first. Um, And um, you, you just don't do this or any sort of crying with a little baby, a newborn baby or any baby under six months. You just don't do it. You've just got to go with it. And Feed the baby to sleep,
1: or or rock it, or put it into bed, whatever it is to get through the night. Okay, so we're going to be talking. About, it's not controlled crying. You refer to it as passive settling. All right, we're going to be talking about passive settling, which undoubtedly is controversial in some areas, which is which is no problem at all. But we've brought in a very um, good friend and somebody who is very also, um, I think, a supporter of passive settling. Your great friend, Bridie Huggins. Hi, Brides. Hello. How are you? Good, Thanks thank for coming you. in. Thank you. And
2: Bridie has three children under five years of age. 3 of oh, oh. sorry, five Five years, three and seven months. Yes. Yeah. Oh, two. Yes. Oh, sorry. Two sorry. years. Sorry. Five, yeah. five, two and seven oh, months. Something like that. There's too many now. And twins on the way. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you've done control crying or passive settling. I won't say control crying again, but you've done passive settling with... All yes. three. And yes. I remember with Charlie, your yes. first baby, um, you know, like all mums, you're breastfeeding, you're feeding so well. Then he started to wake up mm-hmm. frequently, didn't yes, he? Yes, just four, five times a night. Yeah, yes. and you are both really tight. Mm-hmm. You and Jules were both really tight. Yes. How did you feel about starting passive settling? I think the
0: first, especially for the first time, it was really tough because you felt I was feeding to sleep and or rocking to sleep or whatever means I could to make it a gentle experience. And the first time you think, what am I doing? This child is crying. It's the first time you really hear them cry for an extended period of time. Uh, So enlisted help of... For example, you yep. and also our friend Emily yes. who had gone through the experience before. So it was tough the first time, absolutely. Yeah. But it wasn't as tough as getting up four or five times a night. Yeah. I was just going to
1: interject just to to, to paint the yes. picture for me. So first yep. baby, mm. just not sleeping or very no. difficult to get to sleep.
0: Yeah. so Waking take, up. Waking up a lot. So four or five times a night that you're getting up and then having to rock back. So it might take, you know, waking up, feeding, And then it might take another half an hour to get back to sleep and then they're up another two
1: hours later. Yeah. Okay, Kath, explain to me just quickly, just so we set the landscape. We'll we'll go into the the control or passive... um, Settling. Passive settling, thank you. (laughs) I'm really good at this. Um, I'm going to do that on you tonight. (laughs) What's the other option? The other option is that parents... I mean, are there just two or the other option is No, there's plenty of options. hmm. um, But
2: uh, as I said before, under six months personally as a professional and, and as what I teach, I don't do anything to babies under six months or so eight kilos. Keep them. Mm. Keep just them just close. feed them and, and rock them and get through. So six months is a real you draw a line in the sand. Dummies are a real problem if babies are waking up frequently. Um, sometimes parents are just putting the dummy back in and that they suck the dummy and then they go back to sleep. So when I start passive settling, I stop the dummy, throw it out. And a lot of the time, the dummy, which is another issue, is that the parents find it really hard to give up the dummy Mm. um, because they're so used to putting it in and the baby going back to sleep. It's, it's, It's really difficult for them to put that dummy in the rubbish bin. And Sometimes there's about 16 scattered through the house or around the bed. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> Were you... So, bright like... So or y- breastfeeding's the same. You yeah, know, yeah. Think, yeah. So, you, so you contact Kath. Kath yes. says, let's have a go into this. Yes. All right. Just set yes. me up, ladies. So um, when like Charlie was at that age, Mm. and
2: they just can't put themselves back to sleep. So when, you know, Bridie was getting up and feeding him, um, instead of him going back to sleep and sleeping four or five hours, he was taking a half an hour to go back to sleep. And then, you know, you just fall into bed and you have the deepest of deep sleep, dribbling, you know, and then before you know it. Hour and a half, two hours. That's right. What was was that like that time? It's pretty horrendous.
0: You're waking up the next day and there's a lot of coffee consumed, um, <laughs> but it's getting through the day. But with one child, you can kind of do that to an extent, but it's it's full on. You're not communicating very well to anyone. It has a really significant impact yeah, on day-to-day functioning.
2: Because just breastfeeding, Brooke, puts another layer of tiredness mm. on you, doesn't it, Bridie? It, yes. It, it's just there's another depth to your tiredness, let alone not sleeping properly. So if you're not sleeping properly, after especially after midnight, which is our jet lag time for our mm. brain, you feel just so tired that you have the deep nausea in your tummy and that's why you want to eat or or drink coffee or just do yeah. something and then you're yeah. just a little bit irritable all the time all aren't you? the time yeah yeah yes. I mean a sunday
1: morning after a big saturday <laughs> <Yeah>. night it's <laughs> pretty much the equivalent <laughs> that's a single a girls control <laughs> yeah. all, 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 yeah. the yeah. all the time all the time so you so you went to Kath and she yes. said try this yes. well, you, and you were open to it because you were so exhausted absolutely and right. i needed something to help me and and so
2: when um I consult anyone uh, Mm. about controlled crying. I go through the whole process and explain, A, it is safe. Now, there's a lot of studies out to say that it's safe. And there's always scaremongering in the baby community Mm -hmm. to say that it's going to hurt the baby and it's, you know, they stress the baby out.
1: Did Mm. you hear that, Bridie? I mean, what were your concerns at that stage? If well, any. I
0: think, well, you're also, you're so sleep deprived, so you're not thinking straight anyway. So you're quite, I think it makes you a little bit anxious, regardless of what's going on. So, yes, you do definitely hear the se- scaremongering and kind of that attachment parenting kind of mentality, which isn't really attachment parenting, but.
1: But it is. Yeah. 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 Um, do people and do you have that now that you've you've used controlled crying for your children? Do you feel that is it one of those things with mothers? You know, did you? breastfeed, oh, Did you do control yeah, yeah. crying?
2: I think it is. It is still.
1: What's that? You yeah. think that that yeah. it's one of those?
2: Well, I think also. It's... Do you? Did you find? Well, I know you had um, Emily, who's, yes. a, who's also a good friend of ours, who, who had um, has four children. Yeah. And I've talked Emily through it, so mm. she'd done it. It's really great to have. A close friend oh, with children, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. To done know it works yeah. and
0: very successful. But also the studies out there as yes. well are all the evidence-based studies like from the Royal Children's Hospital and really good resources like that. They all say it's a very safe method.
2: And it's it's better because the baby sleeps, but also the mother sleeps. And, you know, I always yes. rant about we want a happy mum. We yeah. want a happy mum who's well-slept and we just we just work a little bit better and we function mm-hmm. better, we respond to our baby and our partners. Parent better. Parent, yeah. parent better yeah. and our tolerance is higher mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just you feel happy. Not to say you're skipping through like, you know, you're in play school. It's just that sleep deprivation versus being well-slept just you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, did you do you find in like mothers' groups mm. or like your community that you work, you know, socialising yes. that there are some people either end? absolutely, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, which is fine, each to their absolutely. own, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's something that I would probably talk to some people about, yeah. and
2: some people I wouldn't talk about. Mm. So, and some people opinions. are just like. I'm not doing it, which is fine. fine. Yeah. I know through consultations that come to me, I mean, I can tell in the first five minutes what's going on. And, you know, I understand, I take a medical history and I understand what's going on. And there are usually three things. It's usually, being fed to sleep, mm-hmm. breastfed to sleep, and yep. getting up and down all night, which I love. And yeah, I love promote. that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really lovely, and it you is. can still mm. do it, but it just it's it's different, isn't it? it is once different. you do, once well, they you do can the settle themselves, you don't they have to can. do
0: the whole rocking and everything afterwards. You can which, which is
2: just hard on your back
1: too, isn't it? Oh, yes. It's really hard when you've got <laughs> an eight kilo appointments. baby. Yes. <laughs> all right, you guys are gonna have to take me back. What is involved? What 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 do you do? Okay, <laughs> so.
2: The way I teach it, if if I was just teaching you how to do it, I say, God forbid, (laughs) (laughs) we've got to do a few things to get your baby back to sleep. First of all, the baby has to be well, no illness, no temperature, you know, nothing that just recovering from a virus or anything like. So the baby has to be. In in perfect health. The baby, as I said before, needs to be six months and or eight kilos. So over six months, any time over six months, not under, not, um, you know, lightweight. If they're premature, have to sort of work out their their, um, corrected age. And I take every case on, you know, on the individual basis. Like Bridie said, Mm. you can't just one size doesn't fit all. So at six months, if there's a dummy, I I, I say you, you actually, if you want this to work, you need the dummy to go. Bridey, did you have dummies? My mm. kids never had dummies. Never okay. took
0: them. so like, No tick for you. All right. I yeah. just tried. Didn't work. Okay. Yeah. And
2: uh, as I said earlier, it's just it's it's hard as a parent to mm. throw those dummies yeah. out because it. Look, it's... Give you relief, Kath? Well, what the dummies do is that they, they stop the baby crying and, and, and parents find it hard to hold the distress yes. of babies crying. Yeah, sitting with that is hard. Especially if you think the baby is crying, they're they're in pain, Mm. where sometimes, like babies just do cry. it's their communication. It is their (laughs) communication. But this is different crying. This is a whole Mm. level different, and they have to escalate their crying and de-escalate. So going back depends how they're dressed and where they're sleeping. If they're by the mum and dad's bed, that's fine. It's up to them again. If the mum and dad or parents or partners are ready to move the baby into a cot, into the baby's own room, that is ideal. But again, personal decision. Everyone's different. I always give the baby some Panadol before I start the passive settling on the first night. Mainly because it's usually teething time and when parents hear the baby crying, first thing the mums are going to think is, oh, my God, maybe the baby's in pain. I'll just go and pick it up. That's a real thing, Bridie. Oh, totally.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a
2: good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I usually give um, Panadol and Nurofen. And a bottle uh, of scotch for the mother. <laughs> After the bath. Yeah. And then just a small breastfeed or bottle feed, whatever the baby needs, and then kiss the baby goodnight and pop the baby back down into the cot and say, this is Kath's idea. Like, it's got nothing to do with
1: us.
2: (laughs) So you just sign that off. Um, And then the baby will cry. You leave the room and then after two minutes go back in. And I usually um, stay about... 15 to 20 seconds and just reassure the baby and say, Mummy's here, it's okay, I'm going to come back, everything's fine, just rub his tummy, rub his hair, everything's fine. Now, they're not going to stop crying because you'll be there for three years if you're going to wait for them to stop crying. Oh, God. uh, Yeah, Yeah, and then you leave the room and then you get the iPhone um, and wait for four minutes and go back in do the same thing. I usually encourage the same parent to Mm -hmm. do it. So if, you know, um, the mum's doing it, do it, or if the partner's doing it or dad's doing it. Every night or just that night? Just this first, this first bit. Yeah, right. Because there's a whole story to it. Okay. Yeah. So it's two minutes, four minutes, six minutes, eight minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. Of crying and going in and out. And that's that can be
1: like at pitch, pitch kind of. T-
2: t- Sometimes yeah. it d- depends about the child. Sometimes they cry really bad. Some some children just get it very quickly. Yeah, but they they actually have to cry to slow Seven. down to mm. go to sleep. Right, and that's when it's learnt. That's it. It can mm. take more like an hour and fifteen. An hour, yeah. an hour and a half, you know, and you are outside the room drinking the bottle of wine Absolutely. out of the bottle, yeah. you know, mm. no glass, no straw. <laughs> and <laughs> But
1: um, look, I actually go in and do it for some people because they, they, they can't hold that distress of home. Mm. So, what don't. happens after the 15 minutes, Kath, and then you say it goes on? Do you start back at- again? Well, <laughs> I,
2: I, it depends. I usually go either 15 again, or if people find that the baby is just not slowing down at mm. all, I go in, pick the baby up, give a drink of breast or bottle, whatever they're doing, and then calm the baby and put the baby back to bed. They will go to sleep. Same outcome. What I don't want is the baby to be crying for fuck five hours. No, yeah, we've never really got to that. Extra no, you 15. don't. No, you no. don't.
1: Do you? No. you? You mean after that f- first fifteen? Yeah, it's
2: I. I kind of think of a time that we've gone past that. So two two things happen. the The first thing that happens is that within about six to eight minutes, the baby has a lull for about Mm. five seconds. Yeah, and that's when you high five each other because they're nearly there. They're they're nearly (laughs) there. They're nearly there, and you sort of go. Oh, and then they start crying Mm. again. Now, if that's in the middle of the six minute cry, you don't go back to two minutes. You just keep going on Mm. the six minute um, program. Then the next thing is they just go to sleep at the 10 to 15-minute yeah. mark, don't yeah. they, Be
1: Yeah. And it's... They're just tired. They calm themselves well, down. Well, they, they just learn, they learn to go to sleep. It's like and a it's, skill they've learned. Yeah. Mm. So how long did this, this whole process take you with Charlie, your first baby? Charlie
0: was... He got it pretty quickly. I think, like, the first night... First night um, was pretty good. The second night was a bit more challenging. And then from there, no one... Was fine. A second child, not so much. Yeah. It's oh, just different personalities. Just very different that. personality, yeah. and we see that with our two-year-old now. Just, so,
1: she's different. different. <laughs> so what happened with the controlled crying process? You started at six months, like Charlie, and then just took a bit longer. So let, let me interrupt there, Brooke. So
2: what happens that first night? That first session is the hardest usually. Oh, that was just the first session. This was we just the first yeah. session. Oh, so damn. this is the first yeah. session of the first night. I thought we just on. That's what we do every night. No, no, no. no. So. So um, what happens after that first session, the baby goes to sleep and then um, then you have to wait for the baby to wake up the next time. Now, it might be 10 o'clock, it might be 1 o'clock, it might be 11.30, whatever time it is, and then I usually say wait for two minutes because there is a slim chance that the baby will actually go back to sleep. I love mm. that. There is a slim chance. <laughs> We're <laughs> all hopeful happen. at that we moment. We are all hopeful. I'm always positive. <laughs> so... Um, if they don't go back to sleep, you start the process again, two, four, six. Really, very rarely get past six minutes by mm. that stage. They yeah. they they learn so quickly. Yeah. The next time they wake up, I I always draw a line at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in mm. the morning and always give them a drink then. Yeah. So what I expect babies at this age to be doing is um, bath at 6.37, going to bed, um, going to sleep, um, a, maybe a dream feed at 10 o'clock if mm. they want, and that's a feed in their sleep, whether it's a bottle, whether it's a breast, and then going through till 3.34, having a really nice drink, breast milk or formula, whatever it is, and then going back to sleep till 7. Now, that 4 o'clock feed is really common for babies mm. and they they tend to to wake around that time, give them a drink, back to sleep, And that's how you get them to around the 7 to 8 o'clock, you know, sleeping through to them. Again, all babies are different. Some babies sleep right through. But the majority of babies will wake up at that 4. Now, that 4, as they, 4 o'clock in the morning, as they get older and put on more weight, they actually sleep longer. And, and, you know, probably by about 12 months, that 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. goes. Hmm. Then the next night... And during the day, like you aim to just put the baby down and they sort of end up having like a mantra of either crying a little bit or having a sing or talking to themselves, goo goo gaga, all that sort of stuff, and they just learn. And I remember after Charlie was born, after you did it with Charlie, Mm. I remember clearly you said he's sleeping. Completely different. Yeah,
0: in the day, especially the day, being yeah. able to put him down and not having to rock or feed him to sleep and take that extra forty minutes sometimes to get him to sleep. Just put him down; he'd have a bit of a chat and go
2: to sleep. Yeah, I just think that trying to settle a baby is causes so much anxiety. Absolutely, there's <laughs> nothing more anxiety-provoking, and it's such a defeatist feeling, isn't mm-hmm. it? You just don't think you're going anywhere. And you can get quite angry beca- at the baby. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're just not going to sleep. Then you talk to another mum down the road and she says, oh, my baby's sleeping 12 hours a night, and you just mm. suck a knife in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> because you feel like a failure, don't you? Absolutely. And some babies just seem
0: to just sleep. They just they know what to
1: do. They do, and they're bored. I haven't like had that. that experience. No, so. I didn't either. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, this is fascinating. So it, it
2: obviously works. It mm. really works. I did it with um, my son when he was eight months old and um, he was waking like Charlie every hour and a half and I was just exhausted. Uh, it was just the the right time. And one night and really the next night I was up all night checking him because he slept 12 hours. Mm. Yeah. They yeah. sort of nearly want it, don't they? Oh, yes, um, and I think
0: I've seen it most in my third, who's now seven months, and we've just recently done it with her. And you could see that she was trying to put herself to sleep almost. Yeah. She just needed that skill. Yeah. So we waited, of course, till she was six months and over eight kilos. Um, and it worked wonders. And then she got a cold because yes. she's the youngest yes. and she gets everything. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and so we didn't do it for that period because yeah. she was sick yeah. and um, lots of love and cuddles then. Yeah. And now she's well again. So yeah, it's back about, into it. Yeah, yeah. and she pu- picked it up really quickly again. And
2: what is she sleeping now?
0: She's still up. Once a night, like four, yeah, yeah,
1: three
2: or four, yeah, three or four. Yeah. yeah, and I you don't mind once it, a night. I do you? don't care at all. You, it's really actually a beautiful feed, isn't it? As don't well. you think? Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. When it's when, it's, when it, you when you've got a little baby and you know that it's going to time, end soon. I know, yeah. the time goes so fast, and and you go to them and you have that. You've had a sleep and oh, you feel nice and you feel right. very loving yeah. towards them and it's really you're just like good beautiful. Work. Yeah. I'm not up every hour and a half. I know I know. You just feel better as a mum, and that's so important to feel good mm. as a mum because it's tough, you know. Yes. And with social media, there's so many people telling you it's wrong, you're not allowed to yes. do it, it's gonna hurt the baby, parent. they're gonna be in therapy, and yes. it's gonna there's cortisol <laughs> level, which no one no, no mum understands. And these people just sort of put these this fear onto mm. them and the studies have shown that it's actually better mm. for this short,
1: sharp intervention, intervention yeah. rather than the mum being chronically tired. Yes. So, how long? Um, I, I want to ask you a whole bunch of stuff about the anxiety and about all you know these bits. So, how long did it take Charlie? You said he caught on quite quickly. He we, did. We're talking about a month. Oh doing... no, no, like two nights, <laughs> Brooks. I don't. Understand. We've got to call the paramedic <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't understand the problem here. I was only up myself with myself last night and, you know, <laughs> crying myself to sleep. I'm exhausted. <laughs>
2: so, so some babies
1: can take two nights. The yes. longest really is about
2: seven nights. Yeah. But it's not and never as hard as that first session, no, is No, never as hard. That you don't is need the, as much wine the next one. <laughs> you, the, you only need half a bottle of wine the second <laughs> night. <laughs> so but with the, first, the first night, it's tough. the first session yeah. is tough. It is. And it's never... That's not the only time, as Bridie just said with Hazel, that she had a cold. Mm. So you stop it. So yeah. If they get sick. Yeah. And so colds, travelling, um, yeah. You know, going away for Christmas, different houses. Babies feel this, and it unsettles their yeah. their sleep. So when you come back to your house, you start it again. But because they've learnt it so well the first time, they snap into it. Yes. Don't they, exactly. They? Yeah. 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 That's
1: different. So, so tell me about your um. That first night about the anxiety. I mean, I mean, people who are listening who obviously either have tried it, have failed, are curious about it. Yes. But what are they in for?
0: It's like Kath said, sitting with that distress is tough because it's something that we don't do very often as well and we're all about caring for our babies and everyone wants to be the best parent they possibly can. Yeah. So you're listening to your baby crying. Um, yeah, it's tough. It is tough. So your partner, husband, partner, whoever it is, needs to be
1: there with you. And about that, were you both on the same page? Oh, he absolutely. say, I'm breaking down the door, I don't care what you're doing, I'm going to go pick that, up? That's a really good point though, yeah. isn't it? Because it is. your
0: partner has to be on the same page. Otherwise it doesn't work. If someone goes in and disrupts the process... It's not fair for the baby either. Yeah. They're kind of half learning this skill, half getting picked up, so confused. And that's when it doesn't
2: work. Yeah. So having the partner on the same page. Yes. And, and many times when I, when I consult people, I say, do you, are you both happy to do it? If one says, look, my husband's actually more onto this than I am, you either say, well, go out mm. and let him do it or... Let's know when you're actually both on the same page. Yeah. And it it gets to the point when you're that tired, you just think, oh, I have to do something because your relationship, you're like, you're fighting with your partner. Yes, absolutely. Don't you think? And, yeah. and you you end up getting, look, I can't, I'll say it so many times, but you get so irritable with people that you're just mm. tired and cranky all the time. And mm-hmm. this is supposed to be a nice time when you've got a little baby, but there's so much information to say you're not allowed to do anything to your baby that it makes you feel guilty. Absolutely. But when you've got a partner who's, you know, what, what would you say to people who, whose partner's not on board? How would you sort of... Yeah, that's a tough
0: one. I think you'd need to have that conversation. It's almost getting someone over to look after the child so you can go and have a really serious conversation about it because if you're not on the same page... Yeah, like you said, it just won't work. It so you work. need to be on the same page. And it's also, not fair otherwise. you know
2: why I also like this process is that the parents can do it in their own home. Yes, they feel. Don't you think you feel good as a parent when they start to go to sleep? Yes, you really success. Feel, you know, I, I can, felt good. I could do this. Yeah, I felt good. I, I thought, this. oh gosh, I'm quite successful at yeah. this parenting <laughs> yeah. camp. Yeah. And you know, I was an expert and I knew what I was doing. But I actually felt great that I taught my son how to go to sleep, whereas you know. I understand sleep schools, uh, mm. you know, weren't needed, but I also want to teach parents that they can do it safely themselves. It's mm. about holding that distress, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is just, holding the distress. And holding that anxiety, uh, anxiety yeah. that, yeah. and not trying to get people blocking that thought pattern. And sometimes it's best not to tell people because yeah. if you tell someone like saying, I'm doing control crying tonight, they
1: go, oh, really? have you ever heard that, you know, yeah. they end up in therapy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So when when is it wrong? Like when are you doing it wrong? Have you ever thought in those? Oh, totally. You think, oh, she's yeah. definitely got, um, she's
0: definitely teething or she's yes. definitely, like so many things going through your head and that's when you need your partner there <laughs> to reassure saying, no, 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 we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And it kind of goes both ways that we both have that time of, should we go in and get her? She's been crying for a long time or whatever. And I is.
2: think as women we're, you know, and I'm not to say that, men or other partners are are not as emotionally involved cuz they are Yes. but because we've carried the baby and when especially yeah. when we're lactating and things like that our hormones are just oh, through roaring, the roof through yes. the roof and our judgments like a little bit mm. and men are often the, that voice of reason yes. and a lot of the guys come to me and say I'm ready we want to do it I'll do it you know I'm happy for my partner to go out you know, have a go to the bed, whatever. Yeah, go, go, go to that's mum's a good place, idea. Or go, go out yeah. and I'll do it. And as I said, I go around to people's places and do it because sometimes both can't do it. And as long as they've got me there um, and I just do it because being emotionally... One step behind. Mm. It's just because it's not much up but I feel confident about it. Yeah. I can teach, and I do it for people. That first session, I don't stay overnight. Too old for that. <laughs> Plus, my pajamas might <laughs> scare the living daylights out of people.
1: Brody, <laughs> so you're 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 you've done it all. Three your kids. You're a proponent. What would you say? Yeah. What would you say to people out there who are considering it, but they've read all the the fear mongering, all the
0: if, I mean, if people there are a lot of good resources out there as well that suggest that it doesn't do any harm and it's a very good skill to learn, but it it's so good for the parents to get some sleep too. I mean, if people are okay with the sleep that they're getting and they don't want to do it, that's yeah up to them. Fine. Absolutely, but mm. for me, I needed more sleep because it was starting to impact on so on my relationship, on the children, the other kids, on your body on your body everything I mean, you're, you're just still, exhausted you just
2: like childbirth
1: yeah. lactation yes sleep deprivation you,
2: you
0: get know, it
1: all <laughs> <laughs> it's big yeah and so then what happens when charlie hits um toddler age and he's coming up and jumping out then does how does that it's very those, different. those you very, do it you do
2: it you do the same thing but in a different yeah. way um one of the tricks i use is especially with the older toddler is Keep your eyes open. Yes, I and, use this yeah. to you. <laughs> And did this work for you? Yeah, yes. Um, because the the toddler when they're in a bed, say three or three around three, two and a half three. Mm. Um, first of all, I don't get ba- toddlers out of the cot for quite some time, so I tend to leave them in as long as possible, mm. even if that's three, three and a half. That you know they're not going to outgrow the cot. That's all they know, and that security is better than having. Um, a child wandering around, you know, <laughs> tapping you on the head in the middle of the night. Um, I had one couple who thought there was a, um, there was, you know, someone robbing their house. So they, you know, creeped oh, out. No. And they, you know, one guy had the, the t- tennis record or something like that. And they walked out to hear the noise. There's the toddler sitting up with the remote <laughs> watching television. <laughs> Good <laughs> yeah. Um, they need to go back in the cot. So, um, so what I do with the older toddler is, you know, talk to them and especially when they go, I want one more. Oh, yes. I want daddy. Yes. I want another book. They're very good I want a drink. <laughs> I need to go to the toilet. I'm scared. They are they're the best. Fantastic. Yeah. But they don't have the cognitive understanding of what they're doing. All they know is they just want mum, Attention. 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 Yeah. Attention. So I usually say, look, lay there and I'm just going to the bathroom. Keep your eyes open. Don't go to sleep. Keep your eyes open and I'll be back. And then you go back in two minutes and you go, well done. You've done a good job. Now, daddy just needs me. So keep those eyes open again and don't go to sleep. I'm coming back. Nine times out of ten, they're like this—you know, their their eyes are (laughs) like rolling in their head—and they go to sleep. The worst thing is to say to toddlers or little children, "Go to sleep. I'm going to lock the door if you—you know—like these fear things a lot of people do to kids. Yeah, you you know, you're naughty, and you know, or give in and you know, lay there, lay on the ground, holding hands. We won't (laughs) mention anyone's name,
1: Emily, and um. (laughs) Come on, tell what's going on here? What 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 are you both oh, inside joke? You have to share with all of us oh, now. A
2: friend of ours, her partner was laying on the ground holding her baby's um, hand child. In the cot, first child, <laughs> and, and she her. told me true confessions, and I said what, <laughs> he's what, he's on the ground holding you, no, 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 no,
1: And that's when she did um, controlled yeah, crying for the first time. Knew. And it worked for her as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, She's yeah, the yeah, yeah. go-to person. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So what do you do if you, okay, so say I don't do controlled crying, does it just mean that I'm up for a lifetime of sleep deprivation? or
2: Usually. And, look, it does set up... Um, well, the the passive settling sets up a really good sleep process. Babies under six months, they just can't settle themselves to sleep. They can't. Self settle and this, you know, mm. this they're growing calf putting on weight. Well, no, they're just babies. So you know, they're just so mm. little, and they just need to be close, and they need to be sucking on the breast, and they need to feel. They're babies. Mm. This is why we have babies to love and nurture them. We don't have to let put them in a cot awake, feeling fearful and unsafe and unfed and cold. And what so that's why we wrap, and that's why we make them feel nice and calm and feed. But then there's a line when they are capable of doing it. Yeah, it's not. You can kind of see it too. You with can them. see. Yeah, it. yeah. It took and me to it. my third child to realize <laughs> that. But yes, <laughs> but, you, but you can, can't? Like, yeah, yeah. And okay. plus, you know, you know, you know yourself that you just can't keep, um, yeah, keep going. You know, the bottom line is people just don't want babies to cry. They think they're hurting or doing the wrong yes. thing. It's about safely understanding. Now, this works all the time. The only time it doesn't work is when you're doing the process and you go in and you either give a dummy or you or you breastfeed or you can't cope with yeah. that crying. And I understand that. I've been with with couples who just can't cope with yep. the crying. They go, we can't do it anymore. Go go in and get the baby. Yeah. It's what you've got to feel good about. And I know that eventually they do go to sleep. Like they get there. Um, it's about yes. having that confidence in yourself isn't it and yeah. and trusting the process, yeah, but um you know it it's it's about you know learning um, that babies have to be old enough, they have to be big
1: enough, and they then they're just capable of doing it. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, it was fascinating. Well, it's interesting. I mean, you never yeah. know. I mean, repeatedly Kath talks about, you know, it's expectations. Do I know I don't know there's so much information so out there. Much. What works for me doesn't work for you. What happened to my you know, it, you just yeah. don't know where to begin and that's where the uncertainty starts, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you can. You can you can do some passive settling. I got it Kath. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's so it may work for some it may not it may be what you want it may not be. That's right Each to their own. Yeah. So Kath, if you're going to if you kind of curious about this now where would you start to look for some information?
0: Well, I've got a your book's really Written now, Yeah,
1: I've got it in my yeah. book. I think both books I've yeah, got it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah um, th- the first six weeks and yeah. after the
2: first six weeks. Um, and a lot of people just go and, you know, go through that and they do it themselves. Yeah, Some people need a consultation and exactly, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, it's it's just about the confidence and knowing that you're not doing something wrong. You don't do it with a sick baby. You make sure you give Panadol and Nurofen just the first time. That's all because that's the hardest. and And those drugs aren't or those medicines aren't sedation, like they're not going to put the baby to Mm. sleep. They remove any pain if the baby is teething. And usually at that time, the the teeth are moving through the Mm. bone. And so they are, they do have a bit of discomfort. So it does help you to Mentally. And you don't need... Anything else after that? You don't need to do it. They learn. It's it's about it's a behavioural learning, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you
1: know? Old enough, heavy enough, not sick, and parents at home, at home. And, and you're consistent. not going to London the next week for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. At home. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be consistent. <laughs> oh, gee, whiz, that throws my plans out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Brady, it's been a pleasure. Kath, thank you thank for you. always explaining these things. Thanks, Brooke. Thanks, Bee. Mm, and thank um you. sleep well. Yes. <laughs> oh, success story. <laughs>
2: This has been Birth, Baby and
0: Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Executive producer is Brooke Carrigan.
1: Audio production by Darcy Thompson and music by Matt Nicolich. Listener.